Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Leadership That Last podcast. I'm your host, Greg Raymer. In today's episode, we're going to be looking at three different characteristics of introverts and why those characteristics can help introverts be great leaders. Welcome to Leadership That Last. My name is Greg Raymer, and I teach and coach leadership over at leadershipthatlast.net. And I want to share with you today three characteristics of introverts that help them be great leaders. As an introvert myself, this is personal to me. I've used these different characteristics of my own personality to help me in my leadership over the years, as well as in my current uh, position as leadership coach and teacher at leadershipthatlast.net. Before I get too deep into this, I want to share with you a guide that I've created that would help you move from a follower to a leader. Uh, As an introvert, as somebody who was shy and kind of didn't think they had what it took to be a leader, uh, for many years, I thought I was not able to ever be in leadership positions because I was a little more reserved. I wasn't as gregarious. Um, I was more internal than external. And I always saw leaders as being more external, extroverted people, but that's not the case, as we'll see in this episode, as well as this guide that I created from follower to leader. It's for anyone, whether you're introverted or extroverted, but it'll help you learn three different aspects of moving from a follower to a leader. And you can get that right now for free over at leadershipthatlast.net slash three steps. And I'll include a link to that in the show notes below. Now, as we get into what it looks like to be an introvert and how introverts can be great leaders, I want to share a little bit about what who introverts are and kind of their characteristics. So if you're unfamiliar with introversion, if maybe you're exploring introversion in your own self, or maybe you are being led by an introvert and you want to understand uh, their personalities better, this is going to be a great uh, content for you to consume. And so... Introverts, it's really, when we talk about introverts or extroverts, it really comes down to where do they get their energy from. And so introverts typically get their energy from internal things. They like thinking a lot. They like spending time alone by themselves, not around a lot of people. Um, They're not as talkative. They're deep thinkers. They're not outwardly, too outwardly emotional they're more inwardly emotional. And so they get their energy from more internal type stimulus. Uh, in her book, Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Cannot Stop Talking, I love that title, author Susan Cain uh, gives a great explanation of introverts and how they get their energy. Uh, think of it this way. She says that introverts, if they start out the day, if you start out the day, they have, let's say, a, a handful of tokens or coins. And with each interaction that they have throughout the day, uh, whether it be talking to people or talking on the phone or, or in meetings, whatever, they're giving coins away. They're putting a deposit into that energy bank and their energy is leaving them. And so they're eventually going to spend all of their coins in a day and they're going to need to recharge by being alone, by being quiet, by 
thinking. There's just different avenues that introverts like recharging. Extroverts would be opposite. Extroverts, Susan would say, would start the day with no coins. And with each interaction they do throughout the day, they get coins. So they get their energy. And by the end of the day, they have all the energy because they've been around all the people and had all the interactions. And so that's a really good kind of umbrella explanation of introversion versus extroversion. Uh, but it helps to understand how introverts um, interact with the world, that they start to lose energy each time that they have to talk to people or maybe in uncomfortable situations. Um, so I can relate to that. I, I agree with Susan's assessment of, um, of introversion there. Some famous introverts that uh, you, all of us, I'm sure, have heard about. Albert Einstein, Bill Gates, Eleanor Roosevelt, Warren Buffett, and uh, Presidents Abraham Lincoln and Barack Obama are all famously known to be introverts. So that's some pretty good company there for uh, you introverts out there and for myself as well. Um, those are some pretty, pretty powerful people that have uh, contributed some great things to our culture. So the three things that I want to talk about here today in regards to introversion and the three different personality types, there are so many different characteristics of an introvert that we could talk about, but I wanted to kind of hone in on three that I think will be really helpful to help introverts be great leaders is uh, one, that introverts are very observational, two, that they tend to keep their emotions in check, and three, they're energized by being alone. And I'm going to unpack all three of those here as we talk about how those things uh, how those characteristics of introverts can help them be great leaders. So the first one that we talk about here is that they're very observational. Introverts tend to be more observational. They look, they look around, they're assessing the situation. Um, they're thinking about all the different angles um, of a particular situation, whether it's a stressful situation or just a job opportunity or, um, you know, maybe purchasing an item. They're, they're going to do some research. They're going to be observational. They're going to be thinking about it. And this is a strength in leadership. This can be a strength in leadership. If you are somebody who is observant, if you are somebody who is thinking about the different possible scenarios of a situation, uh, then you're going to be somebody who has a better perspective on what's going on. You're going to have a better understanding of the task ahead. You're going to have a better understanding of maybe the problem that needs to be solved because you're going to be thinking about different possible solutions and thinking about the context and you're going to be less reactive to what's going on and you're going to stop and make sure that the situation is truly what the situation is. Uh, great example from my life. Just the other day I was driving and I saw some really thick smoke coming out of what looked like this really old rundown shack. It was kind of in this more rundown part of town. And my initial thought was that thing's on fire. Now I didn't immediately pick up my phone and call 911 to get the fire department there because I am introverted because I do like to kind of assess the situation a little bit. I didn't see any active flames uh, so I wasn't exactly sure what I, my initial thought of it being on fire, if that was true or not. And sure enough, as I drove closer to this uh, building, this old looking shack, it turned out that it was just a, a, a barbecue pit and that they were smoking some meat in the back. And so there was nothing wrong. Everything was fine. It was normal situation for that particular business. Uh, but my initial reaction was that building may be on fire. And so if I was not somebody who was observant and wanted to get all the facts kind of before I made a decision or wanted to assess the situation more, I may have 
overreacted and called 911 for no reason, thinking that there's a building on fire and it wasn't the case. So that's uh, a positive to being somebody who's observant is that uh, you don't overreact, typically don't overreact, and you take time to consider and think about uh, the different scenarios that may be at play with a problem or a particular task that you may have in your business or in your family or in your community organization that you are in a leadership role in. And those who are observational typically know their people well as well because they observe their people. They get to know them. They get to understand them more than maybe somebody who um, isn't as internal or isn't um, as concerned about the different aspects of people. And so as introverts, it's been my experience that uh, people are known better by introverts because um, they, they internalize and they understand the people better. And so if you are a more introverted person, if you're, if you are a more introverted leader, you're going to tend to know your people better. And so when maybe a problem arises at the office, you'll know probably the best person or best people, best team to put on that problem to help fix it and to help uh, solve any sort of problem there may be or find a solution. Uh, so those are some positive realities to being a more observational person, which introverts tend to be. The second thing that I want to talk about and the characteristic that introverts tend to have that help them be great leaders is that they keep their emotions in check. Because introverts tend to keep things inside. They tend to process their emotions internally. They tend to be calmer on the outside. And this is true of me. Ask my wife. She knows that uh, I don't react, overreact to things. I don't typically react to situations. I'm definitely an internal processor. And so I am going a mile a minute in my head, although outside it looks like I'm just hanging out and chilling. But I'm thinking about things. I'm internal. I'm inside my head. So this can be great for leaders because the people that are under your leadership are consciously or subconsciously looking to you to see how to react to a situation. And so whether good or bad, whatever the situation is, whether it's good or bad, people are going to be looking to you to see how to respond. And so in times of crisis, in times of stress, if you are stressed and freaking out, it's going to give other people permission to do the same thing, which is going to ultimately cause greater problems. Because when you start to freak out, you, you stop to think you stop thinking rationally. And so introverts tend to be calmer and tend to be more rational when faced with stressful situations. And, and so they're going to be able to present a calmer face to the company, to the family. Um, and it's going to help other people be calm. Now, there are some people that are just going to freak out regardless. Um, but by and large, if people see that you are calm, they're going to play off of how you're feeling, right? Uh, Rourke Denver, who is a retired Navy SEAL, uh, has said this. Um, there's kind of a, a mantra that has been passed down um, through the Navy SEAL teams over the years. And the, and the maxim is this. It says, calm is contagious. Calm is contagious. And I found that to be true, by and large, in my life, in leadership. 
um, that if you are calm, other people will tend to be calm as well because they're going to be looking to you, like I said, consciously or subconsciously on how to react and if they should be really worried or not. And so being calm can be an incredible benefit in your leadership so you can help calm other people down in times of stressful situations or even in times uh, to celebrate. Um, you know, you you can be a calming voice, a calming um, person to look to uh, to see how to react to different situations. So being able to maintain steady emotional state will help your team overall uh, because you are going to be the litmus that they're going to go off of to see how they should be reacting to situations. And I remember when I was in Boy Scouts, I, you know, one of the things that they would talk about often whenever we go camping, especially because you, you tend to go hiking and go off into the woods. And they would always say, that if you ever get lost, is the number one rule that you need to do is stay calm. Because the second that you start to freak out, like I said, you, your mind starts racing and starts to play all the different scenarios in your head. And you just need to remain calm and assess the situation. And you're just going to have typically a better outcome if you remain calm and not try to overreact to bad situations. And so calm is contagious. Introverts tend to keep their emotions in check which means they're typically calmer, especially on the outside. Maybe internally they're freaking out, but you wouldn't know it from their outward emotions. The third characteristic of an introvert that makes them a great leader is that they are energized by being alone. And why does this make them a good leader? This makes them a good leader because... A leader is not somebody that's supposed to do everything and carry the load and um, be the face of the company. Or, or you know, Good leaders give the resources that their people need to do their jobs well so the whole company thrives. And so if everyone is serving the leader, then it's, just, it's, it's never going to be as broad or as great as a company could be because it's going to be really set on one person. But if a leader gives the resources to multiple people, then there's multiple voices and multiple histories and multiple characteristics and multiple personalities coming into play that will help create a more robust decision or more robust vision for a particular task or company or whatever the case may be. And so introverts, because they like working alone, they get energized by being alone. More times than not, introverts are not going to be micromanagers. They're not going to be the people that are sitting over your shoulder watching you work and correcting every little thing that you do. Maybe there are some micromanaging introverts out there. I, I'm not sure. But I know for me, I was not that way. When I was in positions of leadership, supervisory roles, whatever it may be, I tried to give my people the resources that they needed to get their job done. And I actually didn't, I didn't mind them coming to me for questions, but I preferred that they try to figure it out on their own first. And I was a big proponent of saying, if there's a problem, I want you to come to me with solutions so we can talk about it together. I don't want you to rely solely on me to fix everything. And so I want to give people, introverts typically want to give people the, the free reign to figure out their situations, to figure out how to solve problems. Um, and so introverts 
typically because they like to work alone, they typically are going to have more trust in their people because they know their people. Like I said earlier, they're observational and that typically leads to knowing their people well and that they're going to give the resources they need to the people that are under their leadership so they can do their job. And so they're not going to be micromanagers by and large. And because they get energized by being alone, you can typically trust that whatever they are working on, whatever that introvert or leader is working on, and if they come out with a direction or a guide or a task or something that they want you to do, you can pretty much bank on they've taken a lot of time to think about that, that they've processed all the different scenarios and that, you know, it may not be a perfect plan, but it's probably pretty close to it. And maybe they just need a little more insight from you and your team or whatever. But they're not just willy nilly flippantly coming up with this idea, but introverts, because they like being alone and being in their head and internalizing and fixing things in their head, that they will have taken time to consider many different routes that could be taken and that what they are presenting to you is probably a pretty solid idea. And so those are that's one of the great things about introverted leaders that when like they like working alone is that. They put a lot of effort into what they're doing and it's well thought through. And so if you are an introvert and you want to grow in your leadership, embrace these characteristics, be encouraged by them. Don't see them as weaknesses. These are really some great strengths that you can apply in your leadership, whether it's in your vocation or in your family like I said, or in your community event or community uh, group that you're a part of. You can be a leader as an introvert. You have some wonderful characteristics, and these are just three of them that will help you be an incredible leader to be an effective leader for life. So be encouraged. Are there cons to being an introvert leader? Absolutely. There certainly are, and I will probably create a video or some more content on that one day. But there are also cons to being an extroverted leader. And so nobody is perfect, but embrace your strengths as an introvert. You have a lot of them. The world may tell you you don't, or it may seem like the world celebrates extroverts, but introverts can make great leaders. They, they not can make, they do make great leaders, as we learned from the list earlier in this episode. So even though you do like working alone as an introvert um, and you don't necessarily like doing a lot of teamwork, trust your team, employ your team. There are people that are working for you or within your family that have different strengths than you do. And so as you learn them, uh, give them the things that they need to uh, be able to do their job well and don't try to take everything on yourself as introverts can do it from, from time to time. Um, but give others uh, the resources they need to um, work in their strengths, just as you want people to give you the resources that you need to work in yours. And so celebrate being an introvert. Okay. If you want to learn more about what it's like to be an introvert, whether you think you're an introvert yourself, you know, you're an introvert and you want to learn more about it, or maybe you uh, are in, job or in a relationship with somebody who's more introverted, you're trying to understand them better, which I commend you on that. Thank you. Um, I would highly recommend picking up that book I mentioned earlier in this episode, 
uh, Susan Cain's quiet book. Um, the book's called quiet, the power of introverts in the world that cannot stop talking. And this is, this was a game changer for me. I, I read this, uh, a few years ago and, um, it really gave me encouragement, gave me encouragement as an introvert to operate in my strengths as an introvert. And so I have uh, created two Amazon links down in the show notes that you can buy this book, either the hard copy or the paperback version. And I am an Amazon affiliate. So if you purchase through one of those links, it will, it will help uh, support this show, support this uh, movement here at Leadership That Lasts. So if you're interested in buying that book, if you would uh, buy them from those links, that would uh, go a long way to help continue allowing me to uh, create this content. And so with that, uh, thank you so much for uh, listening uh, to this content, and I hope it's been helpful. And I'd be curious if you're an introvert or if you know someone who's an introvert, and I've uh, left out um, a characteristic here that you think is a great strong suit for leaders, uh, would you leave a comment? Leave a comment in the comment section below or send me an email at greg at gregramer.com. And I would love to listen to that and read more about that because I'm always learning. I'm always learning about introversion. I'm always learning about extroversion. Matter of fact, the uh, next podcast or two, I think I'm going to do one on extroverts as well. And so be on the lookout for that. But in the meantime, thank you so much for listening and I will see you on the next episode.